everyone, welcome to the show. This is Bring It In The House podcast show, where we spotlight musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. I'm your host, Millie Mills. We have a great show tonight. Before we get started, though, I got to say thanks to Curtis Lindsay out in San Antonio and also Dr. Alan Green for inviting me to the HBCU College Fair event today in San Antonio. It was absolutely Fantastic. Thank you guys so much. And I, I saw so many people and met so many people. So it was a great experience. Thanks again. But without further ado, in the house tonight, my homie, we got the owner of, of, of course, Holloway Cage Funeral Home and, of course, lead human resources specialist. Um, okay, we got Elaine Gatson Skay and Johnny Gage in the house. Hello, hello. Hi, Hi everyone. Hi, so everybody. Woo, we are present and accounted for. The numbers are going up. People are tuning in, and that, that makes me feel good. Thank you guys so much right. for stopping by. We have an interesting topic tonight. We are talking about the Marvel Elaine School District, possible annexation and or consolidation. So I I got my notes here ready for you guys. Before we do that, though, we always like to give a shout out to your native town. And we know we're all from Marvel, of course. Right. Marvel Mustangs. Woo-hoo, yeah. in the house. Yeah. So, Elaine, now you reside in Indiana now, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. What city? Um, Indianapolis. Um, but, but I still have family, um, lots of family still in Arkansas. In Arkansas. Okay. And Johnny, you're in Little Rock? Yes, I'm in Little Rock. Okay. You want to say shout out to your beautiful wife? Or you, and Elaine, you want to say shout out to your husband real quick before we get started? Shout out to Felix. Shout out to Michael. He's in the next room, but shout out. <laughs> All right. You guys are great. You're awesome. You're both great leaders in the community. You guys have a lot of influence. And that's one of the reasons why I invited you out tonight, because um, you guys had me on your um, Zoom conference call, maybe what, six weeks ago, talking about the same discussion. And so I just wanted to return the favor and invite you guys on to the show and bring some insight about what's going on with the Marvel Elaine School District. Um, well, we call it MESD for now. So now, Johnny, you have a nonprofit organization, right? So yes. tell us about it. And um, what are some possible action steps that your organization can take to help, you know, kind of like counteract the annexation or maybe a consolidation process? Okay. First of all, coming back to where I'm from was uh, created in 2015. Uh, where Michael uh, Scaife, uh, Brother Odell Williams, uh, we come up with this uh, uh, this organization. And in 2016, uh, Marvel Community Empowerment Incorporated was established. Uh, it is a nonprofit organization uh, to support Marvel in activities, concerns, uh, community empowerment and enrichment and in every other aspect uh, that we can be of service to them. Uh, the thing that we're doing right now as far as uh, trying to counteract, there's nothing really we can do to counteract it because the decision has been made as far as uh, the, we either have to annex or consolidate. Um, and so with that being said, we are greatly uh, hoping that the annex 
uh, would be something that uh, would work out uh, for a Marvel Elaine School District. Great answer. Great answer. Okay, so Elaine, do you want to piggyback on that? Um, on what he just said on that, how what we can do, or like he said, there's really no, no, no turning around. We can't do anything about it. We just have to move forward at this time, one way or the other. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's right about that. I mean, and and that was, um, you know, a lot of the confusion in the community. You know, um, you know, they was like, you know, they had the thought process. Well, it's over. The school is closing down. That's it. You know, it's over. You know, what are you guys doing? You're wasting your time. Um, and, you know, so that's why we, you know, wanted to try to make certain that everybody has a, a an understanding as to um, what was said and what it is that we, we are to do um, the task. So it, it's not over um, because we have a task to do on uh, March the 1st. Um, and, and I'm sure we'll probably talk about that a little bit later on, but um, yeah. Okay, of course, of course. So there are many issues that could have impacted the decision to annex or consolidate MESD, of course. And so what do you guys feel are, are kind of like the key issues cited by the State Department of Education that led to this recommendation? Elaine, you want to answer that? Um, the key issues um, have to do with uh, the students having the lowest um, test scores um, in the state. Um, there, there were challenges with recruiting and retaining qualified licensed teachers um, was cited as an issue. Um, the use of purchase services um, to obtain licensed teachers like contracts and things like that was um, getting too expensive, you know, um, and they also talked about um, there was a lack of parent community involvement. That was one of the things that they talked about, too. Not necessarily a main concern, but that is one of the things that they talked about. Um, and um, but before we go there, oh, well, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So that's what I want to say. And then Johnny can go ahead and, and say what he wants to say about that. And then I want to kind of piggyback on what you asked me previously. OK, sure. Fine. Thanks, Elaine. Appreciate it. So, Johnny, OK, you as a founder of your nonprofit organization, are you able to kind of share with us maybe some safeguards that we can maybe implement that could possibly save or kind of extend the life of Marvel Elaine School District, if possible? Yes, well, we are hoping that we could insert the uh, virtual reality uh, program. Uh, we think that would be a great idea because even if we, let's just say if we save the school, uh, still the kids, the ability to learn is a lot of, the, of my concern uh, with mm -hmm. it. And so if we insert this program, uh, whether it be through consolidation or annex, uh, I think it would be great for, for the children, uh, you know, give them more of a learning ability because mm -hmm. uh, this reality program, they can do more things right there in Marvel, like uh, as far as like taking uh, field trips. You know, they can do a lot of different things uh, if we could get this inserted. So whether it be annex or consolidation, which we think annex would be a great idea, uh, this program will enhance uh, the children's learning ability is, is what mm -hmm. we're looking at that will be uh, great help for that school. 
All right. That's awesome. So when you say just for the audience, when you say virtual um, reality, you know, they're learning that mm-hmm. that means that they have the opportunity to learn right there in their seat. They can go wherever sitting right there at their computer. Cheating. They can take Cheating, field right. trips sitting right there Absolutely. at their desk. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they're kind of uh, some people are confused when we say virtual uh, uh, compared to virtual reality, yeah. um, there is a difference, uh, and uh, I'm sure Miss Miss Kate will explain that more uh, uh, a little bit later. But there is a difference between virtual and virtual reality. Right. Make and, sure everybody understands that. Yeah. So I mean, you want me to talk about it now or what? You can go ahead, <laughs> Elaine, if you like. Go okay. ahead. So 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 basically, it's it's like Johnny said. Um, virtual reality. It's different from just um, virtual online learning via Zoom and things like that. It's an interactive advanced online program that gives students um, hands-on learning experiences that bolsters activities um, in math, um, biology, chemistry, literature, AP courses using um, virtual reality headsets. And they also have the little hand gadgets as if it's a video game to kind of maneuver through this virtual reality situation. And, um, you know, students can build molecules in space. They can see uh, human hearts enlarged or or they can see keen observations of it. Um, Students can do field trips all around the world, like the Great Walls of China. They can see museums, warships, things like that. Um, but but the thing about this program that we are, are trying to, to, to help to get implemented, in addition to that, you know, this virtual reality has um, programs um, with 70 different classroom settings and, a, and 150 global uh, field trips to increase learning activities. Okay, and it has over 9,000 objects and artifacts that can be utilized in the Marvel Elaine um, School District. Okay, but but here's another key component of what we were trying to introduce is that this virtual um, reality program, it, it, it would address the lack of licensed teachers. Okay, because we will be able to offer them um, at least 350 licensed certified teachers waiting to be hired. Okay, from AP teachers to foreign language teachers to whatever kind of teacher you need, you can get it through the virtual reality program that we're trying to introduce. Okay, and these teachers they go through uh, uh, these they're licensed teachers and they go through a rigorous virtual reality training, so they're very well trained on how to implement this program. And one of the things that the State Board of Education talked about is that um, that the the the, the, um, the contracts were too expensive, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would assume they probably were using virtual teachers, and it was costing a bunch of money. Okay, mm-hmm. this program is not expensive. You can have a group of teachers. When I say a group, three, four, five. Okay that'll cost somewhere around $40,000 for a group of teachers where it will cost you somewhere between 35 to $40,000 for one in-person teacher. Okay. So there's a big cost savings right there with just utilizing this program. So this program 
we feel would be very instrumental in more ways than one, um, you know, by helping to, you know, helping with the academics, uh, mm -hmm. giving these students exposures to things that they would never have exposure to. And mm -hmm. then giving us those licensed, uh, um, qualified, certified teachers that we can't get to come and sit in the classrooms in these rural communities because there's no economy, there's no housing, there's no grocery stores. So mm -hmm. it's going to be difficult to get in-person teachers to these rural communities. Absolutely. Well said, Elaine. <laughs> well said. Yes, that is very important, you know, to if they, you know, if a certified teacher was interested in coming to Marvel, they would look at those things like, well, where am I going to go to shop? I've got to drive all the way to Absolutely. Little Rock or Memphis or somewhere right. like that to do major Absolutely. shopping. Um, so, right. yeah, or entertainment and things like that. And so mm -hmm. I do. Absolutely. Yep, that is so important. My next question was going to be, but you kind of already touched on it, Elaine, but I guess. I guess I could still go ahead and, you know, because during the last, uh oh, we lost Elaine, but hopefully she'll come back in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully she might, maybe she got knocked off some kind of way. But during our last uh, Zoom call, you know, we had Dr. Hamilton with us uh, from Morehouse, Atlanta. Johnny, mm -hmm. I know you remember. And uh, right. that's when he, he shared that whole idea with us about the virtual right. learning in the classrooms and he introduced it to us and right. so my next question was going to be um you know do you all have any new development on that agenda as far as you know well we're virtual. actually still uh we're actually still in talks with morehouse college uh out of atlanta um mm -hmm. and so they are actually prepared to come down uh to even be on the agenda for march the first uh so they can really uh explain uh, you know, to the Arkansas Department of Education, uh, how this program will be utilized and how it would be so effective, not only for Marvel Elaine School District, it would also benefit the other school districts in the neighboring area. Uh, and so Marvel will be a hub for this new program. Uh, they would be the first, it would, it would be history in the making here in Marvel, Arkansas. Uh, Marvel, Arkansas will be the first public school to use this program uh, from Morehouse College. And uh, and like I said, it would be great. Uh, I, I've seen some of the video, you've seen it. Uh, mm -hmm. it, will, it will be great, great uh, help for our students here in Marvel Lane mm -hmm. School District. Amen. Yes, I agree. I agree. Elaine is back. <laughs> we lost her for a second. We got her back in the house. Well, while Elaine is getting situated there, I do have a clip that I want to share with the audience. Um, there's a little new coverage about this discussion. Guys, if you're just joining us, I have, uh, um, of course, the owner of uh, Holloway Cage Funeral Home, Mr. Johnny Gage is with us, and we have lead human resources specialist, Elaine gasson Scape. They're joining us tonight to talk about the annexation consolidation issue with Marvel Elaine 
school district. So let's take a look at the video clip that I was able to find on YouTube. One moment. The Thank Arkansas you so much community for joining fighting to keep their two schools from closing. As WRG's Mike Suriani reports, the Marvel Elaine school system has fewer than 350 students and faces other challenges that could lead to them shutting their doors. I have faith, but I don't think we have a chance of saving our school district because it was brought to the community such a, you know, late time. Danielle Wright is a concerned parent living in the small Phillips County town of Marvel, watching as the town's high school and elementary school face closing in the new year and questions what school district students may ultimately end up in. As of now, our options are Barton, Helena, West Helena, uh, DeWitt, Brinkley, Clarendon, and Lee County, which are in uh, other counties. And, you know, that's going to hurt. The Marvel Elaine School District has been on level five intensive support placed there by the Arkansas Department of Education for low attendance, poor test scores, and a lack of certified teachers. On December 8th, the state board voted to deny Marvel Elaine's request for a waiver to operate with fewer than 350 students, saying, the district can no longer provide an adequate and equitable education for its students. Daniel Wright has organized several demonstrations opposing the state's action. She's also voicing her outrage with the district superintendent for letting things get to the point of annexation. Us as parents and community, we want answers of why she wasn't communicating with us in a timely manner to get us to cry out to the state board. It's a frustration felt by this student who says he'll miss his elementary school. Seeing my friends, and I can't do that if the school closes down because I don't know what school they're going to go to. In Phillips County, Arkansas, Mike Suriani, WREG News Channel 3. Superintendent Dr. Katina Ray declined an on-camera interview but issued us this statement saying, we certainly understand the strong emotions of our parents and community members. At this point in time, we are upholding the decisions that were made by the Arkansas State Board of Education. Ooh, that was deep. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Uh, this is Bring It In The House podcast show. Of course, Johnny Gage is in the house from Marvel. We got, of course, Elaine Gatson Scape is with us, and they are bringing a wealth of information to us as well to help us try to get through this important matter right here. All right, so Elaine is back with us. So, yay. Yay. <laughs> let me ask you guys a question here. This is a question for... Um, for Johnny, okay, um, I know you had previously shared with us on the Zoom call that you had reached out to the local school board or the uh, State Board of Education to address the uh, potential consolidation plans for Marvely Lane School District. So kind of share with us, what was that conversation like for you, Johnny? Well, to be honest with you, we reached out to the local Marvel School Board uh, on several attempts. Uh, uh, I must admit that the response has been slow to non-existence. Uh, and uh, to be honest, we really don't understand that because it is their obligation, it is their responsibility uh, to talk with the community about what is going on with Marble Elaine School District. Um, and so uh, there's really not a whole lot I can say about that uh, other than 
the response with them has been very slow. Uh, I will have you to know that we are certainly still in talks with the Arkansas Department of Education. Uh, I won't go into a lot of details about that, uh, but we are still in talks with uh, the Arkansas Department of Education out of Little Rock, Arkansas. Thank you so much for that, Johnny. We got a lot of home people tuning in. Hello, William Coleman. They said hi. He said hello to you guys, Elaine and hi. Johnny. Hi, William. Hi. <laughs> My cousin hey. Tina. Thank you so much from Atlanta checking in. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. It's, it's just going so fast. Here. Hi, Marcella. <laughs> <laughs> and someone Marcella. just asked a question. Here's a question for you guys How are the private schools able to thrive? In those areas, I guess, I guess you're talking about. Are you saying in the rural areas, uh, or are they saying just in in the areas of academic? I guess they'll come back with a more, I guess, a little bit more clear, little clarification on that. Hi, okay. Anita. Thank you so much, uh, Miss Fluker, Mrs. Fluker. Hello, hello, everyone. We really appreciate the support. Marvel chiming in. Is it Jalisa Maples? Hi, Tracy Hubbard, Kim Cox. Thank you guys so much. This is amazing. Well, they say Marvel stand up. (laughs) 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 We standing up tonight, of course. Mm -hmm. So also during the uh, Zoom call that we had with Dr. Hamilton a few weeks ago, he kind of addressed the deficiencies for the annexation and consolidation for Marvel Elaine School District. So, uh, Elaine, um, do you have any recommendations for uh, consolidation? Well, first of all, um, we would say no to consolidation. Um, um, We would say yes to annexation because I want to go into kind of like what the differences are. Annex means to be a part of another district that already exists. And with doing that, our students will be able to stay in their same location at the Marble um, location in the Marble community. Okay, consolidation would be when we have two or more school districts um, merged together to create a brand new um, school district. Okay, and then somebody is going to have to travel from one school district to the other one. Just like what, what the situation that we have right now with the Marble Elaine School District, that is a consolidated situation. That's why those students from the Elaine community had to be bused and, consult, and, and to drive one hour to school every day to the consolidated um, school uh, um, location. So that's why we say no to consolidation, and yes to annexation. Okay. All right. Good answer. Good enough for me. (laughs) So what does consolidation even look like? That was the next question, but you kind of answered it for me, though, in a nutshell. So, well, well, I would like to say what it would look like, what we what annexation would look like is that Mm -hmm. we feel like um, let's look at a school that doesn't have the same problems that we have. Okay, mm-hmm. and as as you as, as some of us you may some of you may know that they sent out a a survey for for people to vote on the schools that they would like to you know us to choose from or whatever, and I was a little disappointed because 
some of those schools on that list are in the same predicament that the Maui Lane School District is in. They are on the same report card that we're on that says that we're in need of comprehensive services. So we're saying let's annex with a Barton who's not on that list, who's nine miles down the street. We're saying let's perhaps consolidate, I'm not consolidate, annex with um, Helena, West Helena, who's about 20 miles down the street. Those, mm -hmm. those are two, two options I, that, that we would, you know, would like to, to, to consider. Um, because, you know, I, I see just from, you know, looking at this whole picture with how things are being done, um, you know, it seems like the Department of Education doesn't have a problem with consolidating or annexing into districts that's having the same problems. And I, I see that's a, as an issue. Yeah. We don't need to further the same problem that we're having. You know, and then the next thing you know, now you got this other annex situation. Now you got this group. Now you got to do something else. We can't continue to do business the way that we've been doing business with this school system thing. We got to start to do things differently in order to get the different results that we're looking for. Exactly. Exactly. We have a question in here uh, from the chat room. Will Coleman. Uh, he says, will Marvel Academy try to purchase the school if things don't go as planned? Just say if this plan that we have in place is not accepted. I really couldn't answer that. Uh, I, I, I have no idea. Right. I, I don't know the answer to that either. That's that's the that's the gossip that's been going around that we've been hearing that mm -hmm. that is the case. Um, but my thing is. If they can purchase it, why can't we? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a good that's a good point. I mean, they don't have first shot in it, you know. Yes. So, guys, if if people, you know, who those who are interested, if they want to keep following this discussion and, and keep in contact with you guys, are there any numbers or, or any email addresses, how they can, you know, reach out to you or just or just follow you on social media? How should they reach out? Sure. Yeah. Um, social media, email, Elaine underscore scafe at yahoo.com, you know, the mm -hmm. Facebook, you know, Messenger, you know, any any of those avenues. Okay. Same here. Same here. So jo and Johnny, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm on Facebook. I, I love it. So I'm on all the time. Uh, my uh, email is johnnycengage at yahoo.com. Uh, I can give out my phone number, 501-258-7643. They need to call me direct. Uh, I'm always available. All right. I guess you guys heard that loud and clear. And the deadline um, to, of course, doing that, you know, to get our response in, is by March 1st, correct? I just want to make sure we're clear. Correct. Okay. That is correct. All right. So Marvel is in the house. I really appreciate everybody who chimed in and, you know, to, to listen in on the conversation. We love Marvel Elaine School District and we want to keep our school growing and growing and growing. Any other questions in the, in the chat room? Throw at least one more in there before we go. In the meantime, Johnny or Elaine, or both of you can ask, 
Okay, someone said class of 87. I hear you. <laughs> All right. Great show. Sorry I came in a little late. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Any words of encouragement or anything before we go? Because time is running out. Uh, if I could, I would just like to encourage everyone to uh, continue to pray uh, for our school district, uh, Marvelly Lane School District. Uh, let just uh, continual prayers uh, and let's hope for the best. Uh, hope that God will uh, be done. Amen. Yeah. Yes, and, and I'd like to say, um, you know, Marvel community, let's continue to support our students and our community by showing up at the State Board of Education in Little Rock, March the 1st. Let's, let's show them. Let's pack the house. Okay, let's let's be there. Let's let's go and show our support because at some of those board meetings that I saw, it was hardly nobody at those board meetings in in the November board meeting, the December board meeting. There were very few people there, uh, from my understanding. So let's pack the house out for that, and also let's support our school and the students by being present at the school, volunteering, being active. Um, attending the parent-teacher conferences. You know, let's not just talk about it, but let's be about it, okay? Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so that's what I would like to say. And uh, another thing, lastly, you know, if you would like to support our nonprofit organization, the Marvel Community Empowerment Incorporation, you can make donations via Cash App at um, dollar sign CBFWIF20. Let me put that in there. Hold on one second. Dollar, dollar sign. Dollar sign C B F W I F two two. Or you can make checks payable to the Marvel Community Empowerment Incorporation. Your donations are tax deductible. We need funds in order to be able to to operate this nonprofit organization. And. Um, Someone just asked, what time is that meeting going to be March uh, 1st in Little Rock? And do you have the address? We don't have that information yet. As soon as okay. we get it, we will definitely post it, um, okay. you know, on our on our um, um, pages, Facebook pages, Messenger, mm -hmm. things like that. We will definitely uh, make certain that you get that information as soon as we get it. All right. Thank you so much, Elaine. You guys, 30 minutes went so fast. We are out of time. We really appreciate you guys taking time out to speak with me on this on this matter for this occasion. We love you guys. We want you to stay safe. Remember, COVID is still real. So continue to wash our hands and everything, you know, and, and try to disinfect as much as we can. And before we go, I got to say a happy. Uh, well, it's not a year yet. So but she turned 10 months. My granddaughter. There she is, Maya. April 1st, she turned 10 months old, so she's oh. saying hello. <laughs> I love you, Maya. <laughs> All right, guys, we thank you so much uh, for stopping by to see us, and um, we'll catch you next week on Bringing in the House. We have co-authors of the book, Book of Ruth. We will have Alexis Martin, Angela Ghani, and uh, Khadija Ghani. They'll be here to talk about their brand new book release, and it's all happening right here on Bringing in the House. See you next time.